This message is brought to you by ABC Church in Ammonford, West Wales. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org. Morning, everyone. Too kind in what you're saying, but uh, it is a privilege to be with you. We enjoyed our last time. It was a Wednesday evening, if you remember rightly. We were talking about the Holy Spirit, and we know there are a few more to come up. And this morning, we welcome the Holy Spirit. What tremendous worship this morning. Thank you, my love. There's an anointing for worship, which is absolutely amazing. And it is an honor to be with you. It really is. And we've looked forward to this with expectation and anticipation. So out of that, Lord, I pray that your word will have entrance into our hearts this morning. That through it, it will not just be a letter of the word, but it will be the spirit anointing and imparting to our hearts this morning. So I'd like to bring you actually uh, into an Old Testament scripture because the New Testament is actually contained in the Old and then explained in the New. And there's a parallel here in what I'm doing this morning. So I'm looking at 2 Samuel and I'm reading from verse 17. 2 Samuel 5, 17. Now when the Philistines heard that they'd anointed David king over Israel... All the Palestinians went up, sorry, all the Philistines, where am I? Went up to search for David. And David heard of it, and he went down to the stronghold. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves to the valley of Rephraim. So David inquired of the Lord, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up. And I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. Verse 20. So David went to bel Perizon, And David defeated them there. And he said, Lord, you have broken through my enemies before me like a brick through a water. Therefore, he called the name of that place bel Perizon. Out of this, I just want to explain to you something. That what we have here is that the Philistines, when David was made king... They wanted to kill him and destroy him. And the Philistines went down actually to the valley of Rephraim, positioned themselves ready for where they were going to actually seemingly ambush David. But this place, which is the valley of Rephraim, is known as the place of the powerless ones. Mark this. It's known as the place of the powerless ones. And when David came to the very place where they were actually doing battle, David called that place Bel Perizon because really it's the master of the breakthrough. He came through the Lord to give them victory like a mighty avalanche or a mighty torrent of water. It just broke through. And out of that, that's what I want to go this morning because we've been praying for you. We do pray for individuals. And I like what Ruth said that we are friends of the house. And we are your friends, but also we are brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. But I want to tell you something this morning. That Jesus is the master of your breakthrough this morning. I'm telling you, right? Because this morning at 3.30, I was praying and asking the Lord, yes, 3.30 this morning, that Lord, you will undertake. And I found great difficulty in praying. I could not break through as I normally do. And I realized I was coming against a religious spirit. That was the enemy that was holding back. 
And I was just praying and interceding and in the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus coming to the place of breaking through this religious spirit. And I believe there's an area around you that holds a religious spirit. And you as the people of God are able to break through that. Because when you bind and break the strong man, until a higher authority comes in, that authority is in its own right, legally can stay there. But we've got a higher authority in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we need to break through these areas. And we need the master of the breakthrough for where we are going. And the other thing before Philip actually got up your pastor, I just had a word in my heart. And this is what the Lord was saying to me. He said this morning for you as a people. And this is what he said to me. Because it hit me like an arrow when you said this is Wine Street. Was that what he said? Wine Street. The Lord is looking for those who he can trust as vessels of honor that will not leak his glory or his presence because he wants to put his new wine into you. Because I want to tell you, the miracle of Jesus when he turned water into wine, he has turned your everyday living of the water of what you were living in into the wine of his presence. He has transformed you. And out of that, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. But I want to tell you something. He wants to pour his wine into you and pour his wine into this house like you've never known it before. And I realize there's been difficulties and circumstances beyond the natural, but we need to trust in the Lord in such a way that no demon or devil can anything come against you in Jesus' name. And from that expansion, explosion for what God is doing. Amen? Amen. That's what he wants to do. But are you available? Are you ready? Are you willing? Well, let me come to you this morning in the word that we have. Because here at ABC, which is known as Abnerford Bible Church, we need some breakthroughs. Thank God for all that you do. But I want to tell you something, we need some more breakthroughs. And out of that, there's a reality. I just want to share this with you. It's Micah 2.13 in the Amplified. The breaker Messiah will go up before them. They will break through, pass through the gate and go through it. And their king will pass on before them. The Lord at their head. There's something wonderful here. That as the enemy tried to destroy David as king, we know that last weekend the enemy tried to destroy King Jesus. And he was at the place of the powerless one at Calvary. This is the truth of the matter. Because at Calvary, the enemy thought he had him. But he didn't have him. Because on the third day, we celebrated the resurrection. And he is the master of the breakthrough. He's the master of the breakthrough of our death and hell and the grave. And out of that this morning, he's our master of the breakthrough. And so that is, he's the supreme and sovereign Messiah. And he's for you this morning, not against you, even where you are and the situations that you go through. The breakthrough master of this house is the one that wants to minister in such a way this morning to you and to me. Never mind how young you are in Christ or perhaps do not know the Lord or how old you are in Christ. Because when it comes to mining, never mind if you're mining coal, copper, whether you're mining uh, gold, Every time there's a mine, there needs to be a breakthrough. Because you've got to break through the rubbish to get hold of whatever's there. Whether it's the coal, 
or the gold or the copper or the silver. And I'll tell you something, I'll tell you something. There is a time in this house when there's a need to actually have a breakthrough to demolish strongholds such as that religious spirit in the advancing of you as a fellowship. I tell you what, you're only scratching the surface of what is happening to you in the years gone by. There's more, there's greater in the advancement of the presence of God and in the purpose of God. And you are the very people that he's looking for this morning. Young or old, it doesn't matter. There's no retirement in the kingdom, but we want refiring in the spirit of God. Someone said, why don't I take up golf? Why would I seemingly go around knocking a little ball in a hole and looking for an eagle, as they say? I want to tell you something. My life is a spirit life. My life is the presence of God. And out of that, I said, Lord, refire me every moment of every day. 2 Corinthians 10, 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. So this morning, ABC, can I call you that? Is it possible? ABC. You need an advanced breakthrough in three areas, if you bear with me this morning. These are the three areas. For you this morning to have a breakthrough in your destiny, your God-given destiny. For you to have a breakthrough in your God-given anointing. For you to have a breakthrough actually in your God-given increase. So come with me in this morning on a journey. May the Holy Spirit drill into your heart this morning. Mighty strike oil. Let the wine of God flow in your heart. Let there be encouragement in where you are this morning. Because God wants to see you and use you in a way that you even have not experienced yet. Amen? Amen. You can talk to me, friends. You can talk to me. You can shout to me. I don't mind. But the truth of the matter is we need to have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. So number one, the master of the breakthrough for your God-given destiny. Esther, which my wife is a beautiful lady and she's the love of my life. She's my star. And out of that, I want to tell you something. But I love the woman of Esther in the Bible. Because in Esther 4.14, it says, when the uncle Mordecai said, you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Do you realize that this morning you have come to the kingdom of God for such a time as this? Do you actually realize of the privilege that we have in living in the last of the last days? We are here actually as a people who's a prophetic, not pathetic, a prophetic generation. Also, I want to tell you something, that we're the revelation generation. Flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven, Jesus said. And out of that, as a prophetic and also a revelation generation, you are appointed and anointed by God. I'll say it again. You are anointed, even with a broken wrist, anointed and appointed with God. In his divine purpose. And out of that we are like John the Baptist. Not making the way for the first coming of Jesus Christ. But making the way for the second coming of Jesus Christ. They missed the first coming. We're not going to miss the second coming. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So what we have here. When you purposely have a purpose. In your heart and your life. A science of destiny. But more than that, God-given destiny, there's something powerful. Because in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, it says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. You see, as we give him the glory, as we give him the splendor, as we give him the, the honor in where he is, he comes and he blesses us and anoints us and carries us because we honor him this morning, as you've honored each other this morning. Today, I want to say, perhaps you don't feel in your own heart you look much this morning. Perhaps in your own heart you don't feel much in your heart. And also you might say, actually, I, I'm not much compared to others because others can do greater things than I am. I want to tell you something. 
the treasure inside you, who is the Lord Jesus Christ, actually is priceless and so valuable because you have the Savior in the heart. And each one is more capable this morning from left to right, front to back, back to front, more capable than you can ever imagine by the power of the Holy Spirit in your hearts and lives. And so out of this it says, because it's not of you, it's not of me, it's of him, of what the Lord is doing, hallelujah, which is amazing. So the key we find here, we need to allow God as master the breakthrough, to come and have a breakthrough anointing in our destiny and purpose. Not everyone's a pastor, not everyone's a home group leader, not everybody can teach, but I want to tell you something, each one of us can do something, because where you live, I don't live. Where you are, I am not, because you are needed there as salt and light for the Lord to use you so mightily. And yet we find sure that you would be a person that really you're a competent person, you're a gifted person, you have potential, and your destiny is secure in Christ Jesus. He's your anchor, he's your hope, hallelujah. So our supreme and sovereign Lord God, what has he done? He has bought you with his precious blood, and we rejoiced in Good Friday on that. And also he has brought you out of the enemy's camp. In fact, he shut hell's door for you that you might be heaven bound and not hell bound. And he's bolted that door that never will you go that place again. And in bolting that door, he has opened a place for you. His presence each day to be with you. Wherever you are at home, you might say, well, I'm on my own. I've got nobody else. You're never on your own. The Spirit of God, the Lord Jesus Christ is with you. But we all need companionship. And out of that, I want to tell you something. You are a very precious person. This morning, yeah, you're a very special person this morning, yeah, 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 listen, he's bought you with his blood, he's brought you to this place, and out of that, I want to tell you something, you're his son and his daughter, the highest authority ever given, as your pastor said this morning, is given by him and through him by sovereign right. And you are the treasure of his heart. You are the apple of his eye. And he cares so much for you. That's why your son Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. It wasn't the nails that other people put into his hands and feet. We put those nails in his hand. We put those nails in his feet. We crucified him with our sin. And yet he loved us before we knew that we should be right in our standing with Jesus. What a God we serve. Let me tell you something. Your potential is ready to be fulfilled in your heart. Your dis destiny is ready to be fulfilled in your heart. Because I want to tell you something. He wants to give you a unique anointing. He wants to give you a unique appointing. And out of that, it's for you. Say me this morning. Come on. Me, right. Philippians 2.13. For it's God who works in you to will and act according to his good purpose. NIV. Jesus is the master of your breakthrough. The breakthrough this morning of your destiny. Perhaps you're thinking, well, hey, Sarah, hey, Sarah, toss a coin. Which way shall I go? I want to tell you something. When you actually know destiny in your heart, and it's a God-given destiny, no demon of hell can move you or bypass you or put you aside. I want to tell you, when you're in the purpose of Almighty God, His perfect will, there's something powerful and awesome. Hallelujah. Talk about jumping up this morning. There should be a walking and leaping and praising God in our hearts this morning. Yeah, you miserable lot. Hallelujah. My word. Listen, Jesus had to make choices to fulfill his God-given destiny. You need to make some choices to fulfill, fulfill your God-given destiny this morning. 
Also, Jesus had to make decisions because of his purpose in God. You need to make some decisions to achieve your purpose in God this morning. And also, Jesus, we find that he influenced those that were with him. So this morning, let me ask you a question. Who are you influencing for good this morning? But who are you influencing for God? Can I tell you something this morning? You're in the right place at the right time with the right people for the right reason for the breakthrough of your God-given destiny. Can you believe that this morning? Because yeah. we're going to pray for you after and ask that the Lord will impart to you with confirmation of who you are in Christ Jesus. We sang it this morning of who I am. But Lord, you have made us who we are because of your son Jesus. Second, master the breakthrough for your God-given anointing. Hallelujah. Micah 2.13, we'll read it again. The breaker Messiah will go up before him. He will break through, pass through the gate and go out through it. Let me tell you something. Our breakthrough anointed Messiah is the breakthrough one that wants to be with you. To bring that anointing in your heart and your life. No, I don't know what the week holds for you this week. But I know holds the week, the Lord Jesus Christ. And out of that, I want to tell you something. There's an anointing that we find in our worship and our praise and our adoration. But I want to tell you something. There's an anointing for you wherever you are and where you're going. If only you just open your hearts and lives to him every moment of every day. And say, Lord, lead me, guide me by your spirit. And it is surprising what the Lord will do in your experience. And so we find you that as the anointing, each one of us needs the anointing of the Holy Spirit. This church needs an anointing in the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 63, 61.3 says, To give them beauty for ashes, to give them the oil of joy for mourning, and the garments of praise for heaviness. Can I just give you this for a moment? It says, to give you beauty for ashes. The Bible speaks about when it comes to ashes, Something that's been lost, something that's been burned, something that's been destroyed, something that's been ruined and cannot be replaced. Impossible. But you know, Father God has promised you this morning that as you exchange the ashes of your life for his son's beauty and his glory, that as you make that divine exchange, I want to tell you something. He wants to crown you each day with loving kindness and tender mercies. He wants to come and instead of being crowned with the ashes of the past, he wants each day to give you a new touch of his beauty, his splendor and his glory. You spend enough time in the mirror, girls, don't you? Making up the faces and everything that goes. All right, okay. And fellas in the mirror, every hair, if you've got hair, every hair in place and how things are, bless God. But I want to tell you something, we need to be in his presence because there's a truth here. Because the ashes of guilt, the ashes of shame, the ashes of blame, the ashes of embarrassment, the ashes of fear. Jesus wants to anoint you and anoint me and crown you and crown me with his anointing and his glory. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. I said, I'm up for it. Are you up for it? Come on, be bold and say, Lord, if you're up for it, declare to principalities and powers, I'm up for what God wants to do. Yeah, okay, you're getting it. <laughs> Secondly, the oil of joy for mourning. Mourning over regret, mourning over failure, mourning of things of the past. We can mourn and groan till the cows come home. In the heat of the moment, things we have said, it's like a bag of feathers on the windy weekend that we've had. You can go out with a bag of feathers. I had more rubbish coming in my garden and I don't know where it came from. It's everybody else's rubbish. 
It was blowing away, so I was just picking it up, and there was more to come. But I'll tell you something. When we do something that's wrong, perhaps verbally say something that we cannot take back, it's like a bag of feathers. You can't catch them. You can't bring them back. And so out of this, I'm going to tell you something. The master of your breakthrough wants to anoint you with his oil of joy to saturate you and to penetrate you and to separate you in that area that you've been mourning on and mourning over to give you that new anointing, that new touch for the new wine of his presence. In the Old Testament days, they used to rub their skin with oil to make it glisten. And we are prickly friends already going out of April 2019 into May. Can you believe it? And yet in the corridor of time, it's flying by. But if ever we need his oil of joy, if ever we need his anointing, if ever we need his glory... We need to shine, Jesus shine. Fill our hearts with the Father's glory. Fill this land with the Father's glory. Radiating actually the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. The oil of his presence. The oil of joy actually releases us. I had something the other day. It was an old pair of pliers. And I just, just put it in oil. Let it soak there. Do you know what I mean? And before long, wow, those pair of pliers were right as rain. But I couldn't move them before. Sometimes we need to soak in his presence. Just go in the bath, light a candle, and out of that just be there. Or sitting on the sofa. Just give yourself time to allow. Say, Lord, this is, this is now your time. This is Kairos time. And Kairos time, I want to tell you, is God's time. And this is Kairos time. Kronos time with the things we are. It's all different. But I want to tell you something. This morning, he wants to come with the oil of his presence that you might know in him in a new way also the garments of praise but the spirit of heaviness where's she gone our worship leader oh she's gone am I that bad (laughs) some translations said the spirit of despair Jesus wants to lift off you this morning listen to me Jesus wants to lift off you certain garments that you are holding carrying the garment of domination condemnation intimidation oppression, depression, weakness. He wants to lift those off you and have a breakthrough in your heart and to remove these by the power of his Holy Spirit because they've had a hold of you. This morning, he wants to come because he's the master of the breakthrough for you're a God-given anointing. And I want to tell you something. This morning after this service, by the time you receive the word of God, by the time we pray for you, I guarantee you're going to look different, you're going to feel different, you're going to act different, you'll be raising and praising, talk about jump up, you'll be more than jumping in the presence of God as you allow the Spirit of God to take this word and drop into your heart, to explode in your being, hallelujah, and transform you for the way forward, tomorrow, the day after, months, year in where you are, causing your wilderness to blossom, causing your desert place to bring forth springs of living water, living water that actually is the water of life, the abundance of life. I believe that some are just existing in Christians today, existed in their life, but there needs to be an abundance of life. I want the abundance of God at my age, at the end of my life in where I am, because God has been so good to me, and I know his presence, I know his power, I know his purpose, but there's more, and I said, Lord, I, I want you. I can't explain it. But there's a truth here you want him. So let me tell you something. You're in the right place this morning. At the right time. With the right people. For the right reason. For your breakthrough in that anointing. Amen. You getting excited this morning? 
Oh, now you're moving a bit, aren't you? Hallelujah. But the third thing I want to bring you, he's a master of the breakthrough for your God-given increase. Yes. Now then, listen to this. I'm not being rude. I'm not playing teacher and chimp pupils. Far from it. Isaiah 54, 2 and 3. And you know the scripture. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left. Many times we talk about two buildings. I'm sure when you came at this building, the Lord give you that to expand to the right and to the left, upstairs, downstairs, wherever. And out of that, you took hold of it. Let me tell you something. This word is for you as an individual this morning. This is your time of enlarging, stretching, lengthening, and expanding. Your time. And out of that, I want to tell you something. This is your time of personal increase. Hear me. Because I noticed that in the Bible, the truth of the matter is, there's only two words that I find for increase. One is addition and one is multiplication. But let me tell you something. He wants to bring you into a larger place. A larger place for a new capacity of his word, the Bible. A larger place for his Holy Spirit to come into you and use you. A larger place and a new capacity for his perfect will. For you to know where you're going. His love, his compassion, his care. He wants to expand you and explode within your experience. And out of this, as I said, it's either add or multiply. If someone said to me, would you like me to add to you one ice cream blob on your cone? Or would you like me to multiply it? Well, it's, you know, is the Pope Catholic? Just multiply my ice cream things, you know what I mean? I'm a bit of an ice cream fan. That's why I've got that and you haven't got it. Anyway... When Jesus was talking about increase and multiplication, we find that a young boy came with five loaves and two fish. Stay you with you, just five loaves and two fish, right? And what he did, he gave it to Jesus, which is wonderful. And he multiplied it. And out your back, well done, thank you for coming. I know you've been busy. It's all right, lovely. Okay, fair enough, right? You see... He took what the young lad had and he used it. Can I say this morning, with the grace and respect, right? He wants what you have this morning. He wants what you have that he might multiply it. Not just add. He wants to multiply. He wants to bring increase into your heart, into your life, and into his purpose for you. There's a breakthrough here this morning for an anointing of the increase, enlargement, greater doors of opportunity, Opening for you, bigger doors of opportunity, more fruit, larger expectation, bigger vision, pastor, in what's happening. You're doing well, but there's more. And so I just want to give you maybe just six little things quickly as I will just read the scriptures and tell them to you. I believe that he wants to multiply and take it for yourself. Now, don't look at anybody else, right? You're looking in the mirror and this is you. You to take to yourself by multiplying your effectiveness. In Leviticus 26.9. For I will look on you favorably and make you fruitful, multiplying you and confirming my covenant with you. Did you take that this morning? Amen. Hey, you telling me I took that. Hallelujah. Multiply your effectiveness. Also, multiply your strengths. All right, listen now. Isaiah 40, 29. He gives power to the weak. And those who have no might, he increases strength. I don't go to the gym. Do you know down in Oakhampton where we were, there's a girl called Pam. And she's lovely, Pam. And uh, she met a bloke called Jim. 
Jim was a nice man. They worked in the same factory together. And they got married on St. Valentine's Day. We always remember Jim and Pam's uh, wedding. And I tell you what, uh, everybody was then going to the gym, doing a bit of pump iron. You know what your pump iron is, isn't it? That's it, okay. <laughs> Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. And I used to say, well, fair play. Pam's the fittest woman. I care for what I say there, right? Hold on, man. Well, fit in health and strength, okay? Get it right now. I said, she's the fittest woman in the church because she goes to the gym every day. Jim, see, his name is Jim. Good. Oh. And why did I... Why did I blooming bother with that, right? <laughs> Increases your strength. Multiply your influence. In Psalm 89, 20 to 24. Listen to this. And this is what I need you now. Because it says in Psalm 89, I have found my servant. Now what I want to do is this, right? When I say, I have found my servant, I want all of you to shout out your Christian name. All right? Yeah. Wait a minute now. I will say, I have found my servant, and I'll shout David, and you shout your name. Because I want to tell you something. I want you to put your name in the psalm. Because this is your psalm. This is your experience. It's the word of God. Hallelujah. So listen then. I have found my servant, David. Yeah, come on, man. Flipping it. Comes on. What's anything behind these windows or something? Open a door, let the neighbors in. Let me tell you, we'll try again, right? Let's do it properly now. Because you want to let the world know and we declare into principalities and powers in what's happening this morning, right? So what we've got here. I have found my servant, David. Whoa. With my holy oil, I have anointed him or her with whom my hand shall be established. Also my arm shall strengthen him or her. The enemy shall not outwit him or her, nor the son of wickedness afflict him or her, I will beat down his or her foes before his or her face and plague those who hate him or her. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him or her and my name shall be his or her horn and shall be exalted. Whoa, glory to God. I say glory. Oh, this is where you all are. Praise God. Isn't that something to shout about? Something to sing about? Whether you've got hair or no hair, it doesn't matter. Woo. Gee, no wonder Jesus wept. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Multiply your seed. 2 Corinthians 9, 10 and 11. Now may he who supplies seed for the sower. You talked about this this morning. Right? And bread for the food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Whether you're sowing financially Sowing in love, sowing in kindness, sowing in care. Whatever you're sowing in, I want to tell you, he wants to multiply that seed. Do you know what we are believing for? My daughter, she's how old? 30 what? Thank you, she's 37. <laughs> we need Google, she's there, boy. Her <laughs> as long as a baby. She's been for treatment. In the natural, she can't conceive. Good Friday, she had the keys to their house. Their first house together in their marriage. I'll tell you what, we are believing the scripture. Talk about multiplying her seed in her womb for that baby. And I got a photograph in the study. It's not the best. It's me as a baby. And I've stuck it up there. And I'm saying, Lord, I'm believing you for my grandson or my granddaughter. I'm believing 
And perhaps there's a miracle that you're expecting God to come and help you in. Let me tell you something. He will multiply your seed. And you need to take hold of it. But also I want to tell you something. He'll multiply your days. Do you know people are worrying today about health and strength? And what's going to happen, especially when you get to the age of maybe 60, 70, or 80? Let me tell you something. My time are in God's hands. I might be 73 in June, on June the 6th. June the 6th, cards, anything. <laughs> but I want to tell you something. I'm not worried because he's going to expand and multiply my days and multiply your days in where you are. Because it says here that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land. That the Lord swore to your fathers to give them like the days of heaven above the earth. The days of heaven above the earth. In heaven's presence. His day. Hallelujah. His day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Sorry, Pastor. I want to tell you something. I'm living in heaven and believing God. I really am. And he said, Boy, that water is exciting. You bet I'm exciting. When you realize the power and the presence of God in your life to multiply you where you are. And the last one, you might like this multiply your wealth. Ah, but let me give you this. Deuteronomy 8, 11, 13, as I get my breath. <laughs> Beware that you don't forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments and his statutes, which I command you. When your herds and flocks multiply, this sounded good in Devon, when we were living down there, and your silver and gold multiply, and all that you have multiplies. In other words, don't forget that God is giving you this increase. And as you honor him with your tithes and the, 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 the blessings of when, whenever there's an offering to be taken or something. I want to tell you something. I've got more money now in my experience than I ever had. I'm not a person of money. Money's never bothered me. Do you know what I mean? The car outside which I've got was given to me. And you know I had a desire actually. I wanted a scroll saw. Does anybody know what a scroll saw is? Come here, boy. <laughs> Do you know one of my desires? I wanted a scroll saw, 130 quid in Machine Mart. Good price, I know that. You're right there, boy, right? <laughs> and you know what? I, I thought, well, I'll hang on because really I didn't want to spend all that money, right? Because Esther holds the purse and she's tight. But anyway. <laughs> and you know, we're at, we're at a Friday morning. And on a Friday morning, we do tea and toast. And people can come in and have free tea and toast. And Michael come in. Michael's a dear Christian from Carmarthen Church, Apostolic Church, right? And he said to me, he says, Dave, he said, someone said that you're looking for a scroll saw. Well, I said, it's on my bucket list, isn't it? You got a bucket list, girls? I got a bucket list in God, right? He said, I got something in the car for you. Guess what it was? A scroll saw. He'd used it once. It was still in the box. It looked beautiful. Duh, did it look beautiful? Can I just say to you, he grants you the desires of your heart as you give yourself to him. And out of that, I want to tell you something. He multiplies what you have and what you're doing, never mind how young you are, because Jesus is the master of the breakthrough for your God-given increase. In fact, you're in the right place at the right time with the right people for the right reason for your God-given increase this morning. So this morning, are you looking for your true destiny in God? Do you know what it is? Can you believe God that as you give yourself to him, he's the potter and the clay. He'll shape you and form you to be the vessel that contain the new wine. For his anointing 
not just on Sunday mornings or when you come to certain services, but every moment of every day, that that, that anointing that's upon you, that people will say, how would you do it? What is it? And you can say, it's the power of God. And also, give an increase into your heart and life. So this morning, at the end of where we are, I remember George Evans, a great prophet of God, that used to come to Oakhampton. Thank you very much, my love. And he used to say, we have worship. We have the word. And thank you for that worship again this morning. Praise God. We have worship. We have the word. And then we have workshop. where we allow the Holy Spirit thank you very much Ruth Pastora where we allow the Holy Spirit that as we receive that word to come into our hearts and lives and say yes I don't want anybody to ask me to pray for them in tea time I believe it's a cup of tea after thank you this is the moment it's called I call the hot time it's the hot time they say strike while the iron's hot that explosion in Tata, our house actually felt the shake in my stake. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let alone those that were around. But you knew something had happened. And this morning, there's a truth here. We need to know something is happening in you. Your pastor and your pastora, male and female, and where they are serving you, they pray for you regularly. And they want the best for you. They honor you. They love you. And they serve you. But I want to tell you, there's nothing greater. When the power of God works in you individually, they are not laying their hands upon you. They're not at the end of a phone. They're not just giving you a text or a Skype or whatever's going. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. Now then, when it comes to your destiny this morning, you might say, I don't know what my destiny is. Well, this is your opportunity. Say, Lord, I'm making myself available for your destiny to come. Amen? And for the anointing. I need an anointing, you might say. Because I tell you why, I don't know what's going to happen in the week ahead or the month ahead. But God knows. And we blame the devil so many times. But, but I want to tell you something. God's purpose sometimes are past finding out. And perhaps he's working a way for you to come closer to him. Not running away from him. Or just a prayer and a wishing well for a moment and for your increase. That's all I'm saying to you this morning. This is not condemnation in any way. But this is inspiration. If you were saying this morning, I would like to be prayed for this morning. And I'm not really worried about who you are with the greatest of respect. That's between you and God. But I want to tell you something. I believe in an impartation of what God does in certain people's lives. The reason I am who I am because I allowed other men and women, praise God, of women of God to lay their hands upon me. And what they had in wisdom and in power and anointing for me to receive. You might say, was that possible? Yes. Because you can pray in proxy for somebody else. Say you've got a neighbor or something, and we pray for you. But we're really praying for the neighbor, isn't it? So from that this morning, it's your time. All right? This is your time. I've said enough. And actually, it's 10 to 12, which isn't bad going for waters. (laughs) So this is your moment. And Esther and I and your pastors will count it a privilege and an honor to pray for you. So if that's you, come and join me now. If you're saying, I want to be part of this, I want to know, I want to feel, I want to experience. Bless God. Well, this is your moment. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
Yeah, I'm still your friends. I am gone anyway. Jesus. Marababa, Shina Mediella Lababa, Sonamababa, Badi Elemi, Recomoshunda Labasindi, Epramaboro no Lobasi, Mishamababorondo Lobodabo, Kerama Salababa Badi, Ishababorondo Lababa, Rimba Malama, Sunda Shineme, Korabasana Badi, Tila Maboro Solabodabo, Buramababa. This message was brought to you by ABC Church. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org or search for us on Facebook or Twitter. You can also contact us by phone on 01269 59